Hello, Assalamu alaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And I'm back. And I'm back right after doing the Urdu uh, podcast because um, there's some updates regarding Imran Khan's cases. As you know, they tried to trap him with uh, almost almost 200 cases. It's, it went past 170. Um, and they try to spread it out between murder cases and embezzlement and the treasury and, and every single thing they could think of that they could fabricate against him. And the good news is that today, basically, all of those cases have been thrown out. Thrown out in the sense that technically he's been granted bail. Um, the civilian judiciary system, I'll call it civilian because we're going to now talk between the martial uh, courts and the, uh, you know, the Supreme Court and High Courts. So the Supreme and High Courts have totally, basically uh, disregarded these cases as bogus. And they say that there is nothing, um, there is no chance of even an arrest in the, in the, forget the near future, but even in the far future as far as they're concerned. And they want that these cases be stripped completely. And whereas the uh, martial courts are, like the army courts are concerned, the military courts, it is um, simply that he was granted bail there as well. Now, as usual, Maryam Nawaz is screaming through her different minions in the government, um, making them complain on her behalf as to why it is that he is being facilitated. Um, see, this begs the question, actually. The, the question that the public wants to ask Maryam Nawaz is, who exactly is being facilitated? Maryam Nawaz, who has no political status, no standing, no position, and yet she's using every single facility of the government, of the intelligence agencies, of the establishment of the army. She is giving orders in what capacity. This is something I've been questioning from day one. In what capacity is she giving orders and in what capacity is her is any other department or institution within the government listening to her orders? Number one. Number two, Nawaz Sharif is being facilitated. He's in England. He's not coming to Pakistan because he is literally reforming the constitution to completely, uh, you know, revoke his disqualification and to make him uh, qualify once again to be the fourth uh, you know, to be a prime minister for the fourth time, which, as we know, in our original constitution is illegal. And according to our constitution, you cannot become prime minister more than twice. But this man, this son of a bitch, has become the prime minister three times. And the third time is when he worked with Zardari to change, uh, you know, to make a reform in the constitution so that he could become prime minister for the third time. And now, once again, these people are trying to work out ways to uh, reform the constitution. They have even signed those reforms um, as far as they're concerned, and they passed them. They passed the bills, they passed whatever it is that they needed to pass to ensure that he is qualified once more, and that any embezzlement cases, they have basically tried to strip embezzlement cases that no politician, no incumbent politician should be charged for embezzlement, but yet, Yet, they are trying to charge Imran Khan for that same embezzlement, which he never did in the first place. And that is one really pathetic and hilarious part. Uh, plus, um, they actually tried, because the president of Pakistan was in Saudia, and he was on his way back to Pakistan. As soon as they found out that he was on his way back, they asked the acting president, who was basically just a temporary replacement until the president himself came back from his tour or his trip, whatever you like to call it. 
they asked the acting president to sign the ordinance that could enable them to uh, to basically arrest Imran Khan on the treasury case and and that a hole actually did it because obviously he is you know he he's his duty is to please them to lick their asses you know to secure a future for himself and basically what he did was amanat bi khianat very honestly uh so he didn't even have the basic decency or courtesy to remind them that he is in no position and he has no authority to sign anything on behalf of the president he's just an acting president for a few days but anyway um you know it doesn't matter what kind of a evil planner you are there is no bigger evil or good planner than god he is both the biggest planner the biggest schemer the most cunning being in the world after all he created us what do you expect so he just uh shredded it all up you know there these pigs their house basically just got um how do i say their house just got destroyed it got burnt down you know it got blown down so the pigs are now crying wolf what what can i say seriously i'm just you know i'm mixing metaphors here because i really don't know what else to, i'm trying to control you can i think you can see i'm just trying to control my language here i just don't want to start swearing at them or use explicit language right now that is why you know i'm kind of out of words here so basically um their plans got thwarted again in other words Imran Khan once more has come out quite successful but 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 you know we uh, this is not a time to celeb- celebrate as we know yes Imran Khan has again called for peaceful protests yes people are coming out for the protest and everything but obviously it needs to gain momentum it needs to uh, force the word to uh, you know to stop feigning ignorance it should force the world to pick up their hypocritical strain about human rights you know because after all as we know the western governments are hypocrites they only remember human rights when it is uh, when it pertains to their own natural uh, their own national interests but if it doesn't then forget human rights for example nobody's talking about the human rights violations in kashmir in indian occupied kashmir because india is essentially an ally of the western governments similarly and one of the biggest markets similarly nobody is going to talk about the human rights violations in palestine because after all those violations are being funded essentially by the british and the american governments and it was created by the british government in the first place when they uh when they kind of evacuated a lot of the jews from europe and sent them to palestine and said okay make this your home i mean who are you to tell them to make this who are you in the first place this wasn't even your land but i mean this is how they've been doing you know so uh again you know if it is a certain country in africa whose resources they want to steal they will suddenly have a problem with human rights over there as well um if it is china they will have human rights problems human rights violations but um you know what what i mean i can sh- you can see the sheer hypocrisy here um that there is this um i will call it group for the want of a better word it's called avaz right they supposedly are supposed to be um you know the voice the voice of the unheard okay they're supposed to or be the voice of human reason human nature of of uh, 
yeah, of even nature or of, of environment, of anything that goes wrong, basically. They have been very vocal when it came to Putin, and they became very vocal when it came to other countries. But strangely, I have not received a single email from them asking us to sign a petition regarding the illegal government in Pakistan, regarding the human rights violations, regarding the, uh, you know, forced kidnappings, the forced disappearances, sorry, that's the technical term, the forced disappearances of uh, politicians and journalists. Um, nobody sent me a letter asking me to sign a petition uh, on, you know, on the uh, sexual harassment of women and no, nothing. And I even emailed them when they send me about the bees. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I can sympathize about the bees. But tell me, when are you going to actually talk about Pakistan and what's going on here? And zilch, nada, nothing. Suddenly, all was silent. This is the hypocrisy of these so-called groups and these so-called governments and these so-called civilized countries. Because as I said, they actually borrowed civilization from our ancestors. Um, we lost it, they borrowed it. But you see, uh, at the end of the day, none of us are better than the other. You know, we're, at the end of the day, we are all equal parts hypocrites. So I would just suggest again, that Pakistan basically has no future and no hope as long as our people will continue to think that it is okay to be substandard, it's okay to use substandard things, it's okay to be dishonest, it's okay to be corrupt, it's okay to look for shortcuts, it's okay to covet what belongs to others, it is okay to be jealous, to, to show envy, it is okay to have inferiority complex, it is okay to have no moral values, it is okay to no longer teach your children the essence of shame, you know, about having a conscience, about knowing what's wrong and what's right, about knowing uh, about uh, helping others uh, get justice, you know. No, I mean, in Pakistan, people, the mentality of, of the people of Pakistan is what resulted in today. Okay, whether you like it or not, this is a fact. It's a fact. It is that rotten mentality, that rotten Desi mentality that has led Pakistan to this day. And unless and until Pakistanis do not change that rotten mentality, these characteristics, these qualities of theirs, I'm sorry, but Pakistan still does not have any future. I mean, seriously, what kind of people do you think uh, they can be in this country that, I mean, you know, when I say, I've said this a few times already, that this illegal government, when they say that they are the real representatives of our people, in a way, they're actually correct, they're right, because they really do represent the greed, the selfishness, the narcissism, the shamelessness, the lack of conscience that our people have. They do represent all the bad qualities of our society, of our country. I mean, the fact that, you know, lying is as breathing to our people, they, they actually are a perfect reflection of that. I can give you the example that on a bigger stage, if you look at it, um, the fact that the uh, murder case against Imran Khan of that lawyer in Quetta, now imagine that lawyer in Quetta himself cited that he should not be sent to Sibi. Um, he should not be given cases in Sibi because he's got enemies there and he's in fear of his life. And yet they still do that. And then he's 
family members have very openly and again and again repeatedly stated that he was killed due to a family feud. But the government is telling the family members, no, you are wrong. He was killed by Imran Khan. You don't know anything. So his family members don't know anything. Our government sitting here, it knows everything, right? I mean, this is just imagine how blatantly uh, our people can just lie on the record. And that is all I have seen in this country um, for the, you know, it's been almost three decades that I've, I've uh, lived here, give or take, because I have spent a few years uh, again abroad when I went back, you know, because believe me, those of us who are born and bred abroad, living in Pakistan is like living in hell. It's a fact. And each year was worse than the other. So I actually left and I was just dragged back by my parents. And very honestly, I can never forgive them. And I will never forgive them for that, for dragging me back every single time and forcing me and trapping me to live in this godforsaken country. Because every single year, this country has been worse. Its people have been worse. And as I said, I predicted this doom 12 years ago. And I still will predict that Pakistan has no future. I do not see any future for Pakistan. Why? Our people. If you really want change, you need to change yourselves from within. The fact that you think that we should lower our standards because we're living in Pakistan and we should, we should understand that these things happen. We should understand that dishonesty is a part of life and we should understand that having no moral value is normal. I mean, to imagine that it is that people are actually very blatantly saying this to your face now that, you know, it is Pakistan. So you need to understand why the shit should I understand and what the frack should I understand? Why? In fact, you should understand that you are wrong and you should understand that if you call yourselves Muslims, then you cannot live like this. You should understand that technically, legally, you're not even Muslims. Because the very foundation of Islam has been contradicted in your daily life. The fact that you are saying that we should understand that, okay, if it's okay for, uh, if we should understand that we need to lower our standards because we're in Pakistan, then you should also understand that we do not want to pay you then for those standards and those services. You want us to pay you international rates for, for products and for services and for everything, but you want us to understand that it is a given that we should get substandard products and it is a given that we should get substandard quality items and it should be a given that we should get substandard quality services. Seriously. I mean, I have heard this so many times and in the past two like I heard it again today and I heard it yesterday and from two different people I mean and they're both of them accepting that they're wrong they're accepting um, the fact that they are they have not met the standards as per requirement especially considering how much payment has been made to them for those services or for those products and then they have the gall to tell me that because i'm living in pakistan i need to understand that this is part of it and i need to get used to it if i need to get used to substandard quality then you need to get used to people never paying you you know then you need to understand why pakistanis don't want to pay you for anything and that's another thing pakistanis have completely wrong priorities 
they have money for fashion they have money for anything that they can show off and the again shabash sharif is a perfect reflection of that nawaz sharif was a perfect reflection of that this orange train this 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 stupid thing that they created this project which cost us three times more than the underground project the underground uh, subway project that we had years ago in plan which was would have um covered the whole city this orange train covers only one line literally it covers just one line of the city and it cost 3 to 4 times more than the original budget of the underground subway but nawaz sharif had to show to the world his orange train yeah underground cannot be visible it's not visible and it orange train should be visible and that is why he created the orange train uh, forget about the kickbacks actually obviously he did that all for kickbacks but and he used substandard materials that the engineers from china when they came to get their part of the job done they immediately refused saying that the whole thing could collapse any time and lessen until um the framework is not done once more and with using better materials they are not going to proceed with the project right then when he did his green bus scheme again he put us in debt for no good reason and those buses don't even i mean most of the time you don't even see those buses running right and again as i told you recently uh, what they did with the uh, bypass you know i mean imagine that these people just for show they they and and to earn haram you know haram money i mean a, a nation that has no concept of halal and haram a nation that does not even know that if you or or care that if even according to islamic law according to business law even and business ethics and etiquette and the code of conduct if you are for example is a small example even if you are selling fruits to somebody even if you have given them 10 good fruits but out of them you have given them one rotten fruit what you have earned from that is haram why you have cheated your customer you have given him seemingly 10 good fruits but one of them is rotten you cheated your customer he has paid for good fruits you gave him one rotten fruit in between and you are trying to justify that you cannot justify that it's haram so the fact that pakistanis do not even have that concept of haram and halal they don't even know and they don't care you know this is how you court your own doom this is how, such countries let me tell you very frankly countries that have no dignity no self worth no principles no discipline they cannot exist they will always cease to exist at one point always and that is why pakistan has basically ceased to exist and plus what is this pathetic thing that they have started about the dollar rates seriously look the dollar rates increased superficially they are decreasing superficially as well like who the hell are you fooling you're manipulating market so that you can buy dollars and then you can again once once again just increase its its uh, exchange rate is that what you're doing i mean what the hell are you trying to do you're trying to make a fool out of people i mean first you're saying that uh, i mean i mean the you're just basically every single thing that you're doing is hinting at the fact that you your masters are the us and that pakistan is officially now 
the colony of the U.S. So welcome to Pakistan, colony of the U.S. Why don't you just start issuing us green card? Pay us in U.S. dollars, okay? Since you expect us to start paying you people in U.S. dollars if we plan to go for Hajj and all from next year onwards, so why don't you start paying us dollars and why don't you just give us a green card? Since we're the colony of the U.S., why don't you just, you know, give us the U.S. passport too? I mean, let us just enjoy the privileges of being American citizens already, yeah? I mean, frack you people, seriously, frack you people, manipulating markets like that just to force people, uh, to put them in a state of panic and force them to sell their dollars so that you can just grab all those dollars and then once again, I mean, come on, if even now people do not understand the kind of blatant, um, you know, uh, what we, if it was stocks, you know, you would call it stock shortening. I mean, that's basically it. It's the same pattern. So, I mean, that blatant shortening that you're doing here in the market, that blatant manipulation that people still even don't understand. I don't know what, uh, I mean, that they really deserve to be made fools of, seriously. And our, in our country, you can't even trust the banks. If you can't even trust the banks, then what the hell can you, you can't trust the government. You see, that's the whole point. You can't even trust the government. I mean, they're so openly committing treason. They're so openly committing blasphemy at the same time. And they're actually trying to charge Imran Khan for these two acts, you know. I mean, they're the ones committing blasphemy. According to Maryam Nawaz, her father was supposed to be the prophet. The way she, if you, I don't know if anybody remembers that, but in some of her speeches, she actually uh, talked about her father giving him the same status as a prophet, Nauzubillah. And then at the same time, and now suddenly Bilawal, uh, Zardari wants Bilawal to be called Qaidi Azam and he wants the, his, the, his daughter Asfa to be called Fatima Jana. Frack you people. You're traitors. You're descendants of traitors. You are those people who were awarded feudalism by the Brits. And then these when these Brits went, you couldn't lick their asses directly anymore. You started licking their, their asses indirectly. Uh, just because you wanted to keep your power. The only reason you people are in power is because of those Brits whose asses you licked as traitors. If anybody needs to be charged for treason, I mean, this is something that I have always had a problem with Imran Khan's government, that for frack's sake already, charge every single one of them for treason and good riddance to bad rubbish already. But he never did that. He never did that. And they're talking about how, seriously, the way these monkeys danced um, and the way they paid mainstream media to work with them on anti-state elements and the way they worked on uh, against the elected government of Pakistan and so openly, so blatantly, never has anybody been given that much freedom in any democratic country, believe me. The amount of freedom that they were given and that was my one of my biggest problems with Imran Khan and not just mine, but actually all the everybody's really, the public. The, one of the biggest problems was that Imran Khan has allowed uh, his enemies to come on TV to to literally buy off the the mainstream media, to buy off journalists, to blackmail judges, to blackmail everybody, to use them blatantly, you know, uh, against Imran Khan, to go against Imran Khan, to go against the people of Pakistan. You know, he should have put a he should have really put his foot down he should have censored them right now they're illegal and look at them they're censoring everything they're censoring everything and everyone now if Imran Khan had just become a little more strict instead of being so lenient and giving everybody unnecessary freedom 
you know, he should have secured, first of all, um, his government. He should have secured a two-thirds majority by dissolving the assembly as soon as he came. And then later on, that would have in itself fixed everything. But even if he couldn't have done that, he should have at least made sure to, you know, control these people. I mean, they were so blatantly committing treason and he just let them get away with it. And all those acts, all those criminal acts and treasonous acts and those blasphemous acts that they committed, they very neatly tried to, you know, uh, put it all on him. They just dumped it all on him. And every single thing that he worked for in, in his government, they're now trying to take credit for. Typical Desis. Now, that is why I say they're a true reflection of a typical Pakistani. Well, this is me signing out for the Hafiz.